going on, everybody? Welcome to another episode of Laugh and Be Blessed with your hosts, Jake and Chia Rubel. Hello, hello. I know that we like are always like, yeah, we're going to release a podcast every week. And then for whatever reason here lately, it's been a bi-weekly show. <laughs> um, but, you know, it's... Uh, it's just life. Just things happen. So uh, we apologize that we're not with you more. We would like to be, but other things are going on. So, But we're happy to be here today. We're making things happen uh, right now. Yeah. That's what we're going to do as Chia is texting people and not paying attention at all and just not really even caring. It's a word text. And they don't even, you know, everybody's like, why? You were literally much? just on your phone, so. I mean, yeah, but I take care of business before Well, I was business. trying. I was trying. It's fine, I guess. Whatever. So we're uh, 50% happy to be here. <laughs> I'm 100% happy. <laughs> no, I so am. So you must be 25. No. What? You must be 25% happy if I'm 100% happy. But that doesn't, that still doesn't make any sense. I don't know. What? You have to do math at your job. I don't know. I know. I'm 100% happy. Yeah, but you 100% and me 25% is we're 125% happy to be here. Right. And I said we're 50% happy to be here, and you just randomly threw out numbers. I did. What, hoping, what were you going for? I don't know. Like, what did you think? And not only that, but like, it that still doesn't make fifty percent. A hundred well, minus twenty-five is not fifty. I'm just saying. I would have to be negative percent happy to you be. You are. There you go. No, you're negative. Is what's what's happening? Uh, I can't math today, and I don't want to. <clears throat> okay. Well, that's not math. Let's talk about some things that have been going on. Okay. What have you been doing? Oh, I've just been working and working and working and working. Yeah. That's why I'm hardly ever on here. I've been working a lot of Sundays. Mm-hmm. And then um, my husband will be like, all right, well, before you're gonna you pin go to this work, on me. You're going to pin this on me. I no, knew you were going look, to. look, if you get everything set up and you say, hey, sit down, we're going to do a podcast. Podcast. A what? What are we doing? What are we going to do? A podcast. <laughs> but even if it has to be real quick. But whenever you don't set up the table and you don't have things ready for me, that's just it. I can't do it. I don't set it up. Well, I'm just. I'm just the voice. Obviously, the voice of non-reason. <laughs> you have some exciting news. Do you want to talk about the exciting news? The exciting, not for sure yet news, but pretty close to sure. Yeah. Okay. It's at least moving in the so right direction. I think we've talked about how our plan is for me to go agency this year. We're going to homeschool the kids. Mm-hmm. Um, and I've done everything I need to do to get us in that direction. I got my compact license, which if you're not familiar Used to, for a nurse, if you wanted to work in a different state, you had to get that state's licensure. Well, now, if you are a compact state, you can work in any other compact state without getting theirs. You just got to pay a little extra to be compact. Yeah. So, Indiana is one of those, and the majority of the United States is now compact. So, I did that. I officially withdrew the kids from school. We're being cool parents and going back to old school days. They're not starting until after Labor Day. I like day. how you say that, like, it's because we're being cool parents. We no, just don't want, yeah, we just don't, we don't want to start, start school it. yet. We don't want to start it. Yeah, we talked to a couple of kids the other day that are also homeschooling. I was like, so have you guys started school yet? And they're like, yeah. They're like, we started a day early so we can be a day smarter. And I was like, well. Our kids sleep till one in the afternoon. I just, I've woke Jasmine up three times times now and it's 3 30 in the afternoon well you know we are just... not winning as parents why 
I don't Why? know. Like, what in society says that in order for you to be uh, a good parent, you have to wake your kids up at a normal time? We'll, we'll we see in about 10 years. Well, we, don't, <laughs> we obviously don't live, like, a normal life anyways. We don't. So, you know, I'm not going to let other people's hang-ups make us feel like bad parents just because we're doing what works best for our situation at this time. Yeah. But anyway, so I've been in contact with a few travel agencies, travel nurse agencies, and there is a very promising one in Indiana, so I won't have to go too far for yeah. this first one. Yeah, which would be great. It's an eight-week contract, and it's days. Yes, so which I, is going to be wild. We'll see. We'll see how we do with that. Yeah, I'm hoping like, it'll be good because you know the school situation with the kids. Yeah, but. I was going to say like we're over here like we're not getting up at normal times, right. and then you're like I got a day shift job, and I'm like oh no, yeah, <laughs> like now we so have to change like, everything. Yeah. But. We'll see how it goes. Uh, Yeah, they've been in contact with me a lot. And like I said, it looks very promising. So I will update you guys as that goes along. I'm excited about it. I'm excited. I think it's going to be fantastic. I need a a change. Yeah, we'll get into that in a little bit. Whenever we start talking about the mental health part. Yeah, yeah. um, Yeah, I've had some really cool things goings on. Goings Um, on. Yeah, so I'm trying to... I was trying to remember, like, when the last time that we... We talked about, like, shows and stuff that I had. I think it was the week before last, right? Oh, I don't even know. I'm trying to... <laughs> I know. The last time I was on here, I'm trying to look. I... Okay, that has to be wrong. Did I... we talk about... Did we do a podcast when we got back from Nashville, Tennessee? I don't know. <laughs> Babe, I really don't know. I cannot remember anything. <laughs> Yeah, me neither. Okay, well, I'll just... No, I doubt seriously, because when we got... Well, maybe. That would have been last week. No, we didn't. Okay, so let's talk about that. So, um, last week, I had a really fun show. Well, not last week. (laughs) On the 5th, we went to Nashville, (laughs) Tennessee. And I'll be honest, here's the thing. Um, The show was fine. Yeah. Like, I didn't... The show itself wasn't, like, uh, a blowout show, incredible show, but I had fun because, you know, I hung out with John Hickok, who I've, I've hung out with a little bit. If you don't know who John is, uh, he has a YouTube channel with his dad called Hickok45, where they do a lot of gun reviews and stuff. And John is a stand-up comedian, so he also puts on a lot of shows. So he asked me to come down and do uh, his show at Third Coast Comedy Club, and it was just a rough room. Which mm-hmm. is like, you know, this yeah. is me just being 100% honest. I'm not going to get on here every time and be like, this show was amazing. Yeah. It was a rough room. I think every comedian struggled that night. But ultimately, it was a fun time. Like, mm-hmm. we got to go to Nashville. I did a show. It it wasn't horrible by any means. It was fun. And, you know, we hung out with, uh, we stayed at Nick Weir's house, who is a, a comedian in Nashville, a friend of mine, we got to stay there, which is cool because Nick kind of works in the healthcare field. Yeah, so we both had something to talk to him yeah, about. Yeah, so it's like he would talk to me about comedy and talk to Chia about being a nurse. So that was really fun. Yeah. It was just. It's usually either or. Like one of us is left out in the conversation usually. Yeah, but it was a great time. I mean, we really had a lot of fun. So we did that. And then on the uh, 8th of August, I did my show at Hoppy Wobbles in Bloomington, which is an every Sunday show. Um, I'm not there every Sunday, but every Sunday there's a show there. And it actually is called the Laugh and Be Blessed Comedy Show. Mm-hmm. So it's sponsored by this podcast. Oh. Um, so we had Dan Alton was the headliner. 
Jen Cooper was the feature. Wilcon Cannon was the guest. And everybody did great. It was really fun. Um, you know, it was just like a very well-rounded show. Everybody got a little bit of something. It was a, a great time. Dan Alton is so much fun. He was hilarious. He also has a podcast called Funny Dinner. So check out his podcast. He's just a very funny guy. And then he's so sweet. Like, he sent me a postcard <laughs> after the show. So I thought that was really nice. So we had fun then. And then um, and then our Jeep broke down. <laughs> it didn't break down. No, it's just, it's been, it's we've been having issues with it. And I wanted to take it in and get it looked at. But I, stuff keeps happening where I have to drive. I have to drive it. I have to go to shows and things. Finally had an opportunity where I had a show that was close to home, so we took the Jeep in. It's getting looked at. I should hopefully get a phone call today or tomorrow. I was going to say, I didn't think you'd get a call yet. Yeah, no, not yet. It'll probably be today or tomorrow that they'll call and let us know what's going on with that. So I uh, wanted to thank my mom for letting me use her car <laughs> while the Jeep's in the shop because I had, uh, on the on Saturday, I had one of the best shows yeah. ever. It, it wasn't the biggest show. It wasn't the most glamorous show. There were, it wasn't anything that had to do with, you know, um, anything other than the fact of it was just, it felt so right. Mm-hmm. So the show was for, and I've talked about it on the podcast a lot, it was a family reunion for the Merry Pranksters. So it's an annual thing that they do where they all get together and, and there's like a, you know, a ton of bands that play. And just different things like they had a mind reader that was there, which was kind of wild. <laughs> they just have all this different entertainment for two days straight. And, you know, a lot of people just show up. And the, the funny thing is, so I went up, I was opening for uh, the, the headlining band. So the headlining band is John Welton and the, um, the Awaken. And if you've never heard of them, look them up. They, they put on the best live show I've ever seen. I did not expect it to be that good. Mm-hmm. And we've been to some really cool concerts, but this was, like, incredible. Like, at one point, I'm just going to be completely transparent here. Uh, everybody knows I'm sober. Yeah. You know, so uh, I'm not partaking in anything, and I'm not going to throw out that anyone was partaking in anything, okay? Mm-hmm. All I'm going to say is... Is that your wife just told you not to yeah. eat or drink anything? <laughs> if I was partaking in anything, there's a specific time in the show where it really would have freaked me out. Yeah. Because the band is playing, and they're playing, um, they're doing like an Oompa Loompa uh, jam band song <laughs> and then in the middle of the song they start singing the part in Willy Wonka where he's going through the tunnel and it starts getting like more and more intense and it's getting like wild and crazy so uh, which the whole theme for the weekend was a Willy Wonka theme it's called the Willy Nilly mm-hmm. and it was incredible I mean there was like this boat that they built that was on wheels in the middle of the dance floor that they were spinning around with lights all around it there were these girls with hula hoops on top of the boat that light up, that were like flipping the lights all around. The band is like playing faster. There's a disco ball. There's lights all over the place. There's guys roller skating around with like giant paper mache mushroom heads on. <laughs> and I was just sitting there and I was hanging out with my buddy Chris Wolf. And I just looked over at him at one point. And I was like, dude, I'm glad I'm not on acid because I'm still tripping. Like, <laughs> like this is insane. But it was so much fun. And like whenever I went up to do my set, I said that. 
you know, normally what I do at a comedy show is I look at the audience before I go on stage and I try to like at least find a couple people that I'm like, oh, those are probably my people. Yeah. Like those are the kind of people, like I get along with everyone, but there's people that I connect with. Mm -hmm. And I was like, okay, well, those are like the people I will probably connect with. As a matter of fact, there was a couple there that uh, last year was at the Comedy Attic at one point. And I went up on stage at the Comedy Attic and was like, there was a whole table of deadheads. Mm -hmm. And I was like, hey, I I'm here for all of you, but just so everyone knows, that's my table. Yeah. I was like, "Those, these are my people. Well, they were at the show this weekend, so... Mm -hmm. It was kind of cool that I could, like, bring it up. Right, yeah. So I told everybody. And reconnect. Like, yeah, that's cool. Yeah, for sure. And I told everybody, I was like, normally to show, like, I'm trying to pick people out. And I was like, it's weird. I'm looking out in this audience and, like, you're all my people. <laughs> and it, I, it was just, it was super fun. I had, I ended up having a really fun set. Um because it was like in the middle of a dance floor and people were sitting on either side. So they're really far away. And the room is dark except for the spotlight that's on me. And then at, at one point, this one guy, like, brought his chair kind of close to me so mm -hmm. he could sit closer and I could actually see somebody. And I was like, oh, my gosh, yes, this is my guy. It's like, as a matter of fact, let's all come in close. So then, yeah. like, everybody started coming in and, like, bringing their chairs in. And they ended up sitting, like, right around me, like, right in front of me. Yeah. And I was like, turn the house lights on. And it just ended up being like we were just hanging out. And Aww. I was just telling stories and stuff. It was really, really fun. Yeah. And then whenever I got done, I was walking outside, and this guy stopped me and was just like, hey, man, that was great. And I was like, oh, thank you. And he's like, yeah, man, it's 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 hard sometimes to, like, connect with an audience like this, especially whenever it's, like, music, and then you're coming in doing something different. Right. He was like, but you, like, really brought it in. You connected. He said, man, there was so much soul in what you were doing. Aw. Yeah, I was like, oh, thank you so much, man. I really appreciate it. He's like, yeah, you're super funny. I, I can't wait to see you some more. And then I was like, yeah, definitely. Thanks, man. And then he went on stage and it was John Welton. It was like the lead singer <laughs> of the band, the headlining band. So that was fun. And then I hung out with him afterwards and we talked about the possibility of me opening for them sometimes yeah. on their shows. Then I talked to some people that run another festival in Ohio called Dream Fest. Mm -hmm. And they were talking about maybe having me come be like the comedian in between bands and stuff and i was like i'm into it like let's do it yeah that'd be super fun i had a couple people be like don't ever do music festivals and i'm like mm. Mm, well so far it's going okay well not only that but it's like i think it's if i was just doing like a just a music festival i think it'd be one thing yeah but because it's like my people, right? You know, it's That's like true. it feels different. You couldn't go to like Ozfest and right, yeah, because yeah. those, you know, it's just gonna be like, who's this guy, right? But whenever I'm getting up and I'm talking about things about my life that are relevant to most the people that was at the show, mm -hmm. they're all laughing hysterically because they're like, oh, when I yeah. get pulled over, I get searched too. Yeah, they can relate. <laughs> you know, right. so it just ended up being like so much fun. I, I really had a blast. And then last night we, I was at Hoppy Wobbles again. Charlie Walker was there with uh, Will McKenzie. Uh, Will Con Cannon was on the show again, and then uh, Grant Volkmar was hosting. And everybody did so much, like just so much fun. Like everybody yeah. did great. It was just a blast. Good. And we had James Tanford. He was in the room, and uh, he went up and did one minute. Oh. It was like it was just kind of like we thought it'd be funny if he and I mean he was in on it like he thought it'd be yeah. fun if he just went up and was like I'm the best comedian here for like one minute <laughs> so we we really had a blast um, and then uh, so that's that's where I've been um, let's talk a little bit about where I'm going to okay be. mark your calendars 
could be coming to a town near you. Uh, speaking of coming to a town near you, before I get into where I'm going to be, I wanted to let everybody know that this coming up Saturday, which is Saturday the 21st, um, Michael Rubadu, who is the friend of the show, family of the show, he does all the music for the show. We all love him very much. We love his family. He's amazing. He was at Hobby Wobbles last night, actually. Um, to see the show, so we got to hang out with for a little bit. He is playing at Hoppy Wobbles this uh, Saturday, the 21st. It's a free show in Bloomington. He is a great musician. I love his style, love his music. I love the soul that he puts into it. You guys will have a blast if you go there. So this Saturday, uh, if you're in Bloomington, Indiana, go to Hoppy Wobbles and check out uh, my good friend who will be playing music. I, however, unfortunately will not be there because uh, I have shows this weekend. So the 20th and 21st of August, I'm going to be at Gutty's in Greenwood. Mm -hmm. And I have to make sure I'm saying Gutty's in Greenwood now because there is a second location. So I will be at uh, Gutty's Comedy Club in the Greenwood Mall in Greenwood, Indiana. I'm featuring for Johnny W. I'm really excited about this. Um, A good friend of mine, Dusty Slay, is also friends with Johnny W., and I've never met Johnny, but uh, Dusty says that me and him will really get along. Like, it's it's going to be a ton of fun. So that is the 20th and 21st. Uh, make sure that... Uh, oh, I just got a message from John Welton from John Welton on the Awakening. Oh, my mm. God. Uh, it's not a big deal. Just name dropping on the podcast. So <laughs> the make sure to get your tickets at gettyscomedyclub.com. Um, that's that's going to be super fun. I'm really, really excited about this show. And I have some new material that I'm doing. Ooh, nice. Yeah, I've, I've never really done it before. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to tell some new stories. All right. And um, I think I'm going to tell a little bit of stories about the, the, the shows over the weekend, the show over the weekend. Because okay. it was fun. Yeah. But some fun stuff happened that I want to I wanna get into. So, uh, And then on the 22nd, uh, I will be at Hoppy Wobbles. Uh, I will be there this time. So this is in Bloomington, Indiana. Again, Hoppy Wobbles. Rob Wilfong is going to be headlining. I have Kyle Buck is going to be uh, the feature. Jeff Toy is going to guest. And I'm so excited for everyone, but I'm... But I'm really excited about Jeff Toy. Mm-hmm. Jeff Toy is a, a comedian in Kentucky. He's also friends with Dusty Slay. And we've been following each other on social media for like two years now and still haven't met. Every time that we try to be on the same show, something happens. Mm. So he's coming. I was like, dude, I have to have you here so we can at least hang out. So um, And I want to see him. He's very funny. Yeah. You guys will love him. So Jeff Toy is going to be there. And then it's going to be hosted by Bill Lloyd, who I just met. But he's a local comedian, and I want to, you know, my my goal with this room is just to give everybody, you know, as much time as I possibly can. So I'm just trying to be, you know, somebody comes up and they talk to me about it, and I have a spot for them. I'm, you know, I have no problem with it. So um, that's going to be a blast. So that's the 22nd. And then the, um, the 27th of August, I will be in Edinburgh, Indiana, at the Pixie Theater. There's a clean comedy competition. I think everybody that knows me knows I don't really like competitions. I'm not yeah. competitive. I don't like the vibe. I don't like the the feeling you get where people are nervous because they really want to win. Mm-hmm. I don't care about winning. I just want to go check out this theater. I've heard good things. The people that run it, I've heard great things about. And I just want to go check it out. So if I win, awesome. If not, fine. That's not right. what I'm going for. So I'm just going to have a good time. So that is the 27th at the Pixie Theater in Edinburgh. Um... Indiana. So that's August. Um, I do have a few things coming up in the beginning of September. Since it's, we're only a couple weeks away, I'll go ahead and talk about those. 
And um, so September 1st, I will be in Marshall, Michigan. Um, what is that noise? What is that? I think it was the living room TV. Someone opened the other door. And oh, my goodness. That was, that was loud. loud. Uh, so, yeah, I'm going to be in Marshall, Michigan. Um, I don't have the name of the place I'm going to be at. Oh, nice. I just have the address. But Marshall, Michigan. Well, so if we don't know where yeah, we're going. I have the address. Um, we just keep going down a dirt road. Yeah, we'll figure it out. Through a cornfield. Oh, we did that once in Cincinnati, and it was terrifying. We're not doing that again. <laughs> So if you're if you're around Michigan and you want to know where the show is, message me and I'll get you details. I get to go. Uh, yeah, she is, go she is going with me. So we're gonna leave. Uh, we're doing this show on the first in Marshall, Michigan. On the second, we're gonna going to be in Midland, Michigan, um, and then on the fourth, I will be in Sagatuck, Michigan. So and then we're gonna come home and I have a show on the fifth in Bloomington at Hoppy Wobbles. Uh, Thaddeus McKee is going to headline that one. Dyke Michaels is featuring, and then James Tanford is going to be a uh, guest on that. Uh, that's going to be a, a great show, too. Like, I have so many fun shows coming up. Mm-hmm. And then the 10th and the 11th of September is opening night of the new Gutties in Minneapolis. Yes. So, Bone Hampton is going to be headlining. I'll be featuring, and we're going to be opening the club. So, that's the 10th and the 11th in Minneapolis. Hopefully I can go to that one. We'll see. Yeah, yeah. Depends uh, on what's going on with my work life. Yeah. It's, where I'm at. It's definitely going to be fun. So those are the shows that I have coming up. And I'm honestly, like, it's so it's so much fun. It's so cool that I'm still able to just do this. Mm-hmm. It's weird. It's, uh, I'll talk, I want to talk a little bit about that here in a little bit. Because uh, it's, it's been a struggle. Yeah. It's been, like, fun, but a weird struggle. <laughs> But we, we've been watching some really cool TV lately. Like, yes. we've watched some really cool movies and really cool TV. So we went, went to, um, well, let's, let's uh, hey, Michael, why don't you play us a little tune? What are we watching? So the first thing is we went to see The Jungle Cruise. Yes. We've not talked about that. Oh, that was so good. Yeah, talk about that a little bit. Um, so before the pandemic, we were going to the movies every Tuesday with the kids. It's like the discount night and Jake has like a Stubbs Club membership so we could get in for super cheap. Um, and then the pandemic hit and we hardly ever went to movies and we really, really missed it. So we went, our first time back in the movies was to see Cruella like a month or so ago and then we went and seen Jungle Cruise a few weeks ago. It uh, it definitely uh, upheld my expectations of what a Disney live-action movie should be. I love when they take the rides and turn them into movies because it's just crazy how you can take just this simple ride oh, yeah. and turn it into an amazing movie. Uh, for people who might not know, The Haunted Mansion was a ride first, and um, Pirates of the Caribbean was a ride first. Caribbean or Caribbean? Caribbean. 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 I don't know. I think they're both right. Well. <laughs> well, I it's funny so. you say that because, honestly, I had a very big Pirates vibe watching this movie. Yeah, yeah. And I, I didn't expect it. I really thought that yeah. it was going to be like, eh. You know, like, okay. like I love. I didn't expect, like, all the magic. Yeah, like, I really dig The Rock. 
Yeah. Like, I like Dwayne Johnson. I, mm-hmm. I like watching his stuff. He's he's one of those people that you didn't think was, like, going to be this good of an actor. Oh, yeah. And he's amazing. Yeah. I re- Well, amazing. I don't know. But he's no, great. No, he is. Well, he kind of plays almost the same role in every movie. So he's amazing at what he does. But, like, amazing would be, like, Robin Williams. I guess Robin Williams sure. can play a lot of different or roles. Or Johnny Depp. Or Johnny Depp. Uh, you know, so they're, like, I'm not saying that The Rock can't. It's just he's not had the opportunity yet to, like, get into that kind of, like, different roles. So, anyways, I mean, he's funny, and he's also, like, well, serious. He's and never going to subscri- subscribe to this podcast now, so thanks a lot. Yeah, well, I'm still waiting for the email back to have him on as a guest. So. <laughs> <laughs> he, um, he did great in it, though. I mean, the whole movie was so much fun, and it did, like, whenever I left, I was like, oh, man, this is the feeling I had whenever I first watched Pirates. Yeah. Like, yeah, this is this could totally be a franchise. Oh yeah, and I hope they do. I would love it. Yeah, it it would be fantastic. So we watched that, which was really really fun, um, and then we've been watching. Uh, we just finished watching American Horror Stories last mm-hmm. night. Well, we're caught up. I don't know if it's over, but right. But I mean, yeah. Well, we finished watching what they have. Well, what are you doing? Oh my God. Why can't? Why am I? I can't just say anything, and you're just like, no, I'm 25. I just like correcting you, and if if I can't correct you, I just throw out random stuff to you're try not, to correct you're you. You're not even correcting something that's wrong. I was just like, yeah, we finished, and you're like, well, maybe it's not even done. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, well, let's see if it's done. See who's right. Uh, but there are no more we can watch, which means we finished it. I guess. Until there's more, it's finished. <laughs> <laughs> you are just, you're just right here on today. You're going to get me. Uh, <laughs> so American Horror Stories is like, I would say 25% good. <laughs> It's no, it is You're good. You're an idiot. It, yeah, I know. It is. It, it is There's good. There's only but the been thing one is, that I really didn't care for. Um, I'll be honest. The first two episodes mm-hmm. with the bodysuit were completely okay. They weren't mm-hmm. like I wouldn't watch them again. Really? I, yeah, they were just fine. It was a good story and everything. You think but it it's played not, off too much of the first season? I don't know. I don't know if. I mean, maybe, but also that was probably a good thing because yeah, it, 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 drew, you it in. drew you in, it tied you in. And then the second story in it, which was the drive-in, was good. It was I thought that was a, a, a really um, good story. I liked it. I mm-hmm. didn't. I didn't have any issues with it. But again, it was one that was just kind of like, oh, that was a f- that was fun to watch. But is it something that I would watch again? I don't know. Like uh, nineteen, the, the season nineteen eighty four. Yeah. I, I I will watch that probably at least once a year. Yeah. Like I loved that season. That was a good season. <clears throat> um, and then I um. Then the what was the next one after that? The next one after that was the was it the Bro House one? I think so. I didn't care for it. It was okay. There, it, there was one good thing about it. Danny Trejo was right. in it, which that's that's our guy. We love him. Which is funny because we used to like make fun of the fact I that didn't, he was. You did. What? Stop. Yes, you did. <laughs> yes, you did. Uh, we would just like make fun of the fact that he's in every movie. It was just like if there for a while, everything you watched, he was in it somehow. Yeah. And now we're like. Whatever we see him, we just get really excited. It, I just like him. I think he's he's awesome. I love his story uh, of how he became an actor. I think that's so great. And Danny Trejo is uh, my spirit animal. So, <laughs> and, and my spirit animal will cut you. You know, cut that's what you. I'm saying. <laughs> 
so that one was okay, and then yeah. there was the 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 baby one. Yeah, that one was really good. It had some good twists. Yeah, that one was really good. There was three big twists in it. Yeah. Chia says two. She's wrong. There I, th- was three. I think what you're considering the second, and third one is really. Just it's the not second though. One. It's not okay, though. Okay. It's not though. All right. I, if anyone has watched this yet or you're going to watch it, please go to our Facebook page and you can say who's right. Is there two twists in the fifth episode? Or is there three? Okay, yeah, do it. Jake okay. G. Rubles, Blessed Ones on Facebook. Go and go. join the group and tell us. Mm-hmm. Uh, I am right, though. And there remember, was three twists. good things come to those who agree with me. What the? <laughs> Chill out. <laughs> I feel like you almost threatened people just now. <laughs> that was like such a, that was such a threat. I know. That was the no. exact same way of saying if bad things will happen if you, if you don't. No, it wasn't. Yeah, it's the same no. thing. If, if you don't agree with me, then nothing's going to happen. But good things will happen if you agree with me. <laughs> now I feel like you're offering favors of some sort that uh, is illegal in a lot of states. <laughs> so then the last episode. That's your favorite. Yeah. What was that one called? Feral. Feral. Oh, man. And I knew I was going to like it from the very beginning because it started off with them camping. camping. And that's, I'm, I'm campy. I'm just a campy Jake. I like why campy stuff. I don't stuff. tent camp, and that's why when I do camp in my camper, it's like in a like little circular area with other people. I'm going to find a horror movie where it happens there. No, you're not. <laughs> so, American Horror Stories was... Everybody be was, chasing that thing with their golf carts. <laughs> American Horror Stories was pretty fun. It, it, it ended on a huge note to me. I really liked that. And then, um, the other night, we watched a documentary series called The Devil You Know. Oh. Uh, Chia didn't finish watching it. Uh, no, I was really tired Yeah, she, she fell asleep. And I stayed up way too late, because I was like, I gotta know what happens. Did so, you finish it? Yeah. Oh. So it is about this guy. What was his name? Pazuzu? Yeah. He named himself Pazuzu, which is like the name of the demon in The Exorcist. Uh, it was very crazy. It was on Hulu, I think. And he uh, was a crazy Satanist, uh, just, you know, just crazy dude. Like, I don't know how to explain it without, like, giving any of the information away. Uh, if you like true crime stuff, yeah, check out I mean. The Devil You Know. And, whoa. Like, it... Now, I will say this about the sh- about the show. I don't I don't remember how many episodes it was, but it's too many episodes. Yeah. It should have been maybe I, two or yeah. three. Like, and I don't... It didn't really go in chronological order. Yeah, it jumped so that make a it a little confusing because I was like, wait, I thought they already did this, and I thought they already did yeah, that. Yeah, I think what it is is that they were really trying to capitalize on like the making, uh, like making a murder and um, uh, Joe Exotic. Like they were trying to like do the same thing to mm-hmm. where it's like you're watching it and you think one thing's gonna happen and then there's a twist and then this different thing happens. Yeah. But unfortunately, from the very beginning of the show, it's just like, oh yeah, he killed people. Oh yeah. It's like the guy uh, tattoo. Not that tattoos are are bad, but he put like satanic tattoos all over him. Which you know, if you're a satanist, whatever. But he did it. To tell people I kill people. Yeah. And that was his thing is he told people like, oh, yeah, I kill people. And then he sharpened his teeth. Yeah, filed his teeth down and then like bragged about killing people and lived in filth. and Yeah, so it's, it's like, like yeah, yes. He, yeah. Like, there's, yeah, he has yeah. done something. The, yeah, the twist is he killed people? Weird. So <laughs> I think that they were trying to like do the whole thing that is, you know, like 
trying to get the show to go viral, I think. Like, oh, man, Making a Murder went viral and Joe Exotic went viral. We could do it, too. But no. If it's, you know, I would just appreciate it if people would stick to what works best for them. And two episodes would have been perfect for this. Part one, part two, we're done. Right. But it just, it really just drew Because how long were they? Well, they're like an hour, at least yeah. an hour a piece. So, yeah. So, I'm saying so, so many times. So many times. So, 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 so many times. Am I saying so, S-O? Am I saying so, S-E-W? You'll never know, so... Uh, then wow. <laughs> we watched The Last Dance, uh, the Michael Jordan, oh, well, yeah. the Bulls, the Bulls documentary, but I mean, come on, it's yeah. Michael Jordan. That was good. That, that gives you the feels. Yeah. Chia sometimes will just watch the intro to Space Jam to get pumped up. Oh my up. gosh. I love it. So we watched. I don't like sports. I don't watch basketball, but whenever I was a kid, if I watched basketball, it was the Bulls. Yeah, I'm in a weird place now. Like, I think I hit dad age to mm-hmm. where I'm kind of craving sports. Yeah? Yeah, like, I just, I want to watch sports. I've been watching... I've, I'll watch them in person. I like that. Yeah, no, for sure. But I, I also, <laughs> here lately, I've just kind of been liking them. So I've been watching some sports documentaries, and I've watched a couple of, uh, of hockey games. Like, I watched the Predators a couple times, the Nashville Predators. Watched them a couple times. I've been watching NBA Summer League, which is funner than I thought it was going to be. Oh, yeah. I've watched the Reds play a couple times. So, you know, I'm kind of getting into it. And I think the documentaries are helping. Yeah. We watched Malice in the Palace, which mm-hmm. is another documentary on Netflix. Yeah. So I'm, like, way behind on the times. <coughs> I had no idea the Pacers got in a big, huge fight with the Piston fans. Yeah. Uh, so like that, was, that was really interesting to watch. Yeah. Well, it was... Uh, it, it that's the, the kind of the nice thing about us not really being sports people. Yeah, is that we can go back and watch. Like I went back and watched like the the biggest Bulls game ever, where it was like Game Five or something like that. I don't see. I don't even know exactly all the dates because I'm not just a sports guy. But I enjoyed enough to watch them. But whenever Michael Jordan had food poisoning mm-hmm. and played and just like played his heart out mm-hmm. yeah i went back and watched it i didn't know how that game ended <laughs> you know so for me it was like watching it for the very first time and i was like into it did they win yeah you're gonna have to watch it for <laughs> i don't want to ruin it for anyone else you know maybe somebody else is like i don't know what happened there i should go back and watch it it's on espn plus so you're welcome so and then um uh, I don't. That's uh, that's pretty much it. I mean, I've been watching some sports and stuff. I was trying to mm-hmm. think. I I watched a show called Dave that I liked a lot on Hulu. I watched a show called Shrill. Shrill was really good. It's I watched a, the Librarians. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> that's, you don't have anything else to say. You're like, no. It was I, a good show. I watched a show. <laughs> I wanted to be included. Yeah, well, you will be included in this segment. Cause, oh, God. Uh, I hate saying segment. In the next part of the show, ladies and gentlemen, and now a word from our sponsors. What's the next chapter? Ooh, girl, that's why See? you're so much smarter than me. I am. I was 25% get... smarter. <laughs> <laughs> and now a word from our sponsors. Do you ever feel like... <laughs> okay, okay. You ready? We don't have sponsors. <laughs> we don't have no listeners. One likes we don't even have listeners. No one likes We're always like, go to our Facebook uh, page and say something, and no one ever does. No, they don't. 
<laughs> There's like four Every people who And it's like, the we know who people. listens. <laughs> people are, and then I'll run into people sometimes and they're just like, hey man, I really like your podcast. And I'm like, review it. I'm like, maybe go on iTunes and leave a review or something. Or say something on Facebook. We have just no idea. Let people know you like it. <laughs> it's like half the time we're like, we're just sitting in our room talking to a microphone for who? For our kids. Yeah. They'll be able to listen to this later when we're dead. Uh. It goes without saying that you can start. I can start. This is your. This I is definitely start. your first, chapter of the show. First, I do have a question. On, <coughs> on Goodreads. Goodreads. For your goal. For my goal. I swear, I, I, I don't like that. <laughs> <laughs> for, I'm just for, showing that I'm paying attention. Okay, I get it. Okay. When you're putting your goal in, have you accidentally ever hit that you've read the same book twice and then it makes your goal look higher than it is? No, because I'm uh, 25% smarter than you. Okay. <laughs> well, so so my Goodreads app says that I read a book twice and it makes my, my total look more, well, but it's not. All you have to do is go in and change your dates on the book that you read. Oh. Yeah, click on the book. Yeah. Click your go down to where it says dates read. Click on oh. that. Okay. And then just delete one of them. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Yep, that's all you got to well, do. Th- I was just asking. So obviously yeah. you have done that before. No, I've not, but whenever I read them, I have to go in and put the dates that I've read to make sure that it pops up oh. on the right date so that way I can keep track of of how many I've read. We're so nerdy right now. People are like, what are you talking about? Oh, it's fixed. Thank you, honey. I know. 25% less books read. (laughs) That's math. So, my goal Mm. for the 15 books, I'm now at 25 books. Give me some. Uh, I'm so proud of myself. Yeah, you're doing awesome. So, I know I talked about the blinds. I don't know if I talked about the Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. No. So... I was I was trying to read a different book and I couldn't even get into it. I needed something like quick and simple and just funny. So Jake let me borrow. I mean, he says let me borrow. <laughs> I didn't say let me borrow. You said he says let me borrow. You just made me sound like such an a-hole. It's just like, okay, here's the deal, Toots. Here's the deal, Toots. I'm going to go ahead and let you read this book. But then whenever you're done, it better be back in my possession. Okay? And here's the thing. You got two weeks to read it. If you're not done, I'm going to charge 25% interest. <laughs> I need 25% more of another book now. <laughs> we have a really big uh, bookcase in our room where all of our books are, so I just took it off the bookcase. I mean, I did hand it to you. Yeah, there we go. So you, now you're making it sound like I don't even do anything for you. I can't even get a book off the bookshelf for you. you got to get them yourself. What? You're like, you got a book to read? And I'm like, get it yourself. Oh, my God. I, I pulled it off and I said, hey, beautiful, wonderful woman of mine. And I got down on one knee and I held it up and I said, this book before me is the book you've been reading thoughtfully in your mind's eye that you've been wanting and craving for so long. Please. Please take this book from my hand and, and just know that it will fulfill your every wish, passion and wish. I wish everyone could see you right now, but then they could see me, and we just look so 
white trash. <laughs> yeah, we are white trash. Are you kidding me? Anyways, so Jake Jake recommended that I read Hitchhiker's Guide to the Galaxy. And I know I've talked about this, but I love series. So I read this book. It was a really great book. Stuck uh, The movie stuck with it really well, and I yeah. think that kind of helped. Um, so now I'm on to the second book, which is Restaurant at the End of the Galaxy. Mm-hmm. Which I've not read. <laughs> which um, I started to read, but I wanted to listen to some audiobooks. <coughs> so I've kind of put a stop on that for a minute. And I just finished listening to Harry Potter and the Sorcerer's Stone for the second time. For the second time this year or second time ever? Ever. You've only read that book twice? Well, I've, I, the very first time, i got to give some props out to one of my seventh grade teachers. So okay. No, listen. No, I'm sure that your teacher listens to this. And listen. No, I'm. But I just got to put it out in the universe. So whenever I was in middle school, we would have I forget what they were called, but they were like each teacher had an extra class every nine weeks. Yeah. And you rotated. So when my English, no, he wasn't even my English teacher. My math teacher, when it was his turn, like the social studies teachers always had something to do with social studies and English and, you know, they usually try to stick with something to do with their class. My math teacher decided he was going to read us Harry Potter. And I thought, oh, my God, we're going to have someone read to us like we're little kids. Best class ever. Loved it. It was wonderful. I cannot wait to get to that class. So that was the first time I heard the book. Then I physically read the book and now this is the second time I've listened to it and then um so that puts me at 25 books so now I am currently still reading restaurant at the end of the galaxy and now I'm listening to uh chamber of secrets yeah yeah. well I um have you finished a book lately honey (sighs) I, (laughs) I actually have finished a book yes I I read Can I Say by Travis Barker. Ooh, I listened to that with you, but I didn't listen to the whole thing, yeah. so I'm not counting it. Oh, it doesn't count. <laughs> okay, I'm not just going to let you sneak in on one of my books and just be like, I, I read listened that. to a good portion of it, though, At least so. 25%. Oh, my God. <laughs> Maybe put the cap back on that before you spilled on the laptop. Well, I'm going to drink more of that. You're just, just going to eat on the podcast. People love that. People love when babe, you eat and babe, drink on the podcast. They can't hear nothing. They told me. <laughs> Okay, so anyways, don't do it. Oh, gosh. That's my head exploding. Um, I read Can I Say by Travis Barker, and it was a phenomenal book, I will say. Like, his whole story is really, really good. Mm-hmm. He's very honest about what a piece of garbage he's been in his life. Yeah. Uh, but then about, you know, like changing and everything. So I really, I really did enjoy the book a lot. Um and then I've been, I have been reading The Shining. I'm pushing through. <laughs> I'm going to finish that book hopefully soon. And I've also been reading Be Here Now. Mm-hmm. So I am reading. I'm just not That's the second time lot. you've read that? No, this is the first time I've read Be Here Now. Hmm. You've been reading a long time. Well, that's one that I pick up whenever I need to meditate and stuff. And oh, like okay. I, whenever it's like I need, I need to just like focus on mental health and everything. So, um, speaking of which. And now it's time for a mental health check-in with Chia and Jake. Or Jake and Chia, depending on who wants their name first. 
so I, I'm very, we're, we're, you know, the, we're very open yep. on this show about our mental health and about the struggles and about the good parts and the bad parts. And, um, you know, I think that it's like, I don't know anything about mental health whatsoever. I mean, I really don't. I just know the things that I, I go through and here lately it's been for about a week. Mm-hmm. Everything is going great in my life. I'm getting on some of the funnest shows. I'm so blessed that I'm able to do what I want to do in life as a career. I'm I'm make I'm paying bills doing comedy. It's amazing. Yeah. It feels great. My marriage is wonderful. My oh. relationship with my kids is great. Shut up. <laughs> <laughs> but like everything is going really really good. There's no there's no issues. There's no like str- like huge stress factor that's just weighing on me or anything. But last week, I texted Chia and was like, hey, just a heads up, I feel a cloud coming over me right now, and I'm going to wake up with depression. Mm-hmm. I just felt it, and yeah. I knew it was going to happen. And sure enough, I woke up the next day, and I honestly, I mean, I today I feel really good, but all up until like last night, I was just depressed and had so much anxiety. I was nervous. I was feeling guilty, like so much guilt all week. Mm-hmm. And I was like, what? You know, like, why am I feeling so guilty? I was texting people like, hey, have I done anything to offend you? And they're like, <laughs> what are you talking about? You but, asked your mom. Yeah. Like, I was, I've was. i just been asking, every, like, because I just wanted to get to the bottom of this and figure out why I feel like this and try to fix it. And, and I just think it's something that I'm probably going to struggle with my whole life. And, like... A big part of it here lately, I, and luckily I have a, a fantastic wife to talk me through things, is that I feel like I'm struggling with, like, imposter syndrome. Like, yeah, I've only been doing comedy for not even three years yet. Yeah. And I'm doing some great shows. I'm paying bills doing comedy. I'm having a lot of fun. I'm making great friends with hilarious comedians who have been doing this for a very long time and i'm like why why am i able to do this like why am i getting to do this why you know i have friends that have been doing this for a long time and you know they're they're not doing they're i mean they're on a different path than i am yeah though. you know they're 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 doing other things but i just feel like you know there's other people who have been doing this longer than me that i think are funny too why are they not doing this and then i'm like I don't think I deserve this. And then I start thinking like, you know, what if I'm not that funny and people are going to find out? And it's just like, I've been struggling with it so much, but then, you know, I had, uh, I think, you know, we talk about on the show, like I, we definitely believe that there is a force, uh, behind all things that are pushing things in specific directions that I don't know how much they care about us individually all the time, but I don't know how, the universe works. Mm-hmm. And whenever I was going through this, I ended up having a really long conversation with um, uh, one of my favorite comedians. Mm-hmm. And it was great. At the end of the conversation, I felt way better. He helped me work on a new bit that I have been trying to uh, figure out. And we just had a really good conversation. Afterwards, I felt a lot lighter. I felt better. But then uh, some other things happen, and there's another comedian that's a good friend of mine that was messaging me saying that, like, um, I did something that really hurt his feelings, and I, I, like, for the life of me could not figure out, like, how can I 
make this right. Mm-hmm. Um, and also, like, I just I didn't see I it, he to, he once he said like his side of it, right. I could see where he was offended by it. But I was just like, man, I don't, I didn't think like it was even that big of a deal. Right. But that doesn't matter what I think. It matters what he thinks. It yeah. matters what, what his, his feelings, feelings are. are yeah. That's what a friend is. And the fact that this this friend was open enough to like message me and say, hey, this thing really hurt me, mm-hmm. uh, meant a lot to me. That at least you know he thinks enough of me to message me and be like, hey, that thing you know really hurt me. So let's let's discuss it. And uh, hopefully things are better. He said things are better. I, I did see him last night and gave him a really big hug and yeah. everything. Told him okay. I loved him and I am sorry that I hurt his feelings. Uh, it was just, it had something to do with uh, something that is like on like the bottom of me trying to create a career. Right. It's like a fun thing that I'm doing. I don't make any money doing it really. Um but it's like a really fun thing that I'm doing. And I just don't really think about it that much. Mm-hmm. So then it just really wasn't even in my mind. I just wasn't really thinking about it. I was just like, yeah, I'm just, it's just a fun thing that we're doing. And then it just hurt his feelings. So I, I did feel bad. But like that in return, like brought back all that guilt and depression right. and everything. So then it was just like, I, it all started back up. And, uh, you know, I'm just getting through it. I feel much better today. Last night, uh, Chia talked with me a lot about it, and mm-hmm. I was able to get a bunch of stuff off my chest. And I think it helps seeing things from other people's point of view. Mm-hmm. Because it would have been really easy for me to be a jerk about it and just been like, dude, whatever. Yeah. You know, like, I did what I did, whatever, I'm sorry. But it was, no, like, I need to, I need to feel what he's feeling. I need to see it from his side. I need to, like, what could I have done different? What should I do different in the future? Like, instead of just dismissing his, his feelings, mm-hmm. let's figure it out. Right. So I think that helped a lot. And then being at that show Saturday <clears throat> was a really good experience for me, just personally. Because, you know, here's something... That I've read books about, I've watched documentaries about, I've listened to songs about people just being in the moment and listening to the music and just being free. And now I'm at this place where the music is playing and people are dancing and like every, everybody's just free to do, to be themselves. And then it's like two o'clock in the morning, I'm getting ready to leave. There's a bonfire outside. Everybody's sitting around it, like playing music. They're playing bongos. They're playing, you know, the fiddle, like... All this music, people are just like you could feel just the love just mm-hmm. just percolating, and I was just sitting there at one point and I was just watching it. I was like sitting on uh, this deck that was close to it, but away from it because I wanted to. Uh, of course, I wanted to be a part of it, but I wanted to like I I wanted to witness it. So, you know, I wanted to remember that moment. I wanted to remember that feeling. So I'm just kind of sitting there and I'm watching the the fire and there's like fire dancers too that are there oh, and it's nice. like. It was just such a good moment that I was just soaking it all in. And this guy came up to me and he goes, hey, man, are you okay? And I was like, yeah, I'm really good. And mm-hmm. he goes, okay, I just wanted to make sure. He's like, you're just taking it in. And I was like, yeah, man, I just want to remember this moment. Mm-hmm. And he's like, all right, man. And I was like, this dude doesn't know me. And he just seen a guy sitting by himself. Yeah. And was just like, are you okay? And I was like, this is it. Like, yeah. This is my scene. Like, I, I, love, I love these people. Mm-hmm. And then, uh, you know, a bunch of them. Uh, we're friends now on Facebook and stuff, and if, uh, I, I want to see him again. Hopefully, 
you can come with me next time and, you know, we can actually uh, hang out. So yeah, uh, it's been ups and downs. I think that I'm on the, the outside of it now. It's just, you know, and we talk about these things because mental health is important and it's important to have people that you rely on that you can talk with about these things and, um, you know, just however you can get help. And the thing that helps me a lot of times is trying to replay moments, uh, which is bad on a lot of times, but sometimes it's good, you know, to replay moments and be like, what, what can I do to be better in that situation? Mm -hmm. So, uh, how have you been doing? Oh, I've been great. Everything's good. (laughs) So many lies. So I've been going through it for a while now. It's been slowly building. Um, wasn't anything that I really felt I needed to express because I thought things will get better. It'll be fine. It'll be fine. Um, so as you all know, I'm a nurse. Um, I became a brand new baby nurse in 2019, October 2019. And uh, growing up in a nurse's house, I you know really looked up to nurses. I always thought, what a wonderful field, but I knew it was hard. I didn't go in to nursing thinking anything but other than what it was exactly I'd been a tech for four years so I'd worked in the healthcare field and again my mom's a nurse my sister's a nurse we talk about the struggles of being a nurse I I knew exactly what I was getting myself into or so I thought (laughs) the pandemic hit and that was a very very scary time for me because here I am a brand new baby nurse still learning things but it's cool Because all my nurses around me know exactly what they're doing until the pandemic hit. And then there for a while, it was like, no one knows what's going on, what we're doing. Um, I start off in, uh, on a rehab unit and at times I'm floated to a med surge unit, which is, you know, sicker patients and that's fine. Um, but then I got bounced around quite a bit. My unit shut down, and I was on the med surge unit for three weeks. My unit opened back up, and I thought I was going to get my rehab patients back. Um, but I had a split of rehab and med surge. Then we completely stopped taking rehab. Now I'm a med surge nurse. So I went from rehab to med surge to half and half, and now I'm just med surge. Um, and then my unit shut down again, and I became a med surge nurse again. And then it opened back up as rehab, and now I've primarily been just sticking with rehab um but my unit is going to we're building a new hospital in my area and my specific unit is not traveling with that new hospital so I either have to change roles within that hospital or just change jobs altogether so I I have been bounced around so much and I have been really trying to just be a team player and be like okay it's cool things are gonna be fine um it's slowly breaking me though Uh, Not just because of being moved around so much. Um, I'll just be honest, my pay isn't what I think I deserve, especially for the amount of times I've been displaced, um, moved around, um, for the amount I work. Um, So if you don't believe money can buy happiness, I'm sorry. But as someone (laughs) who has grown up poor... Yeah. Well, we didn't grow up poor. We were just broke a lot. And then when me and Jake first got married, we were poor. Wait, hold on. Are you saying that you didn't grow up poor? You're just broke a lot, or the we is in like me I and didn't. You? I didn't. Okay. You grew up poor. <laughs> yeah. Like, we didn't <laughs> no, have no, plumbing. No. <laughs> um. So yeah. <laughs> Sorry about that. So that that's you know kind of been another thing, but um. 
so with the I've been at the same place for six years now, and I don't. I just think I need a change of scenery, um, and maybe see if my level of licensure is appreciated a little bit more somewhere else. Sure. Um, I'm really grateful for all the people I have worked with, and for the managers I've had. I've had amazing managers. Um, yeah. But I just think it's time for a move. And then... Are you... I just thought about something. Hmm. Does anyone that you work with listen to this to where yeah. maybe you shouldn't talk about this? No, I talk about this at work. Okay. <laughs> so it's fine that they know that you're looking at agencies. Then. Yes, yeah. My manager knows. Okay. I thought for some reason you told me at one point you were like, I should Someone told me that, but I... I Then I remember I've actually worked with another nurse who was there full-time, and then she dropped down to PRN and went agency. Okay. So they know. My manager Because I was just taking I was like, uh, no, no. are you okay? No, me and my manager have had a couple of different discussions because I have have to find technically a new job no matter what. Sure. Oh, that's true. My unit's shutting down, so either I have to, like I said, change roles within the place I work. Right. Or go somewhere else. Yeah. So... Um, but the other thing I think that, I think I could be okay with that, but the other thing is, like I said, growing up in a nurse's house, I had so much appreciation for nurses, and 2020 was the year of the nurse. We knew in 2019 that that was going to be the year of the nurse. We were voted, yet again, the most trusted profession, I don't know how many years in a row. Right. We've always been the most trusted profession. Mm -hmm. Well, check out the news and social media anymore. I mean, I feel so underappreciated by society in general. Yeah. I don't like the fact that we went from heroes to zeros so quickly. I mean, the beginning of last year, we were we were frontline workers. We were everyone's hero. And now we are liars. Um, we don't care about society. We are sheep. Mm-hmm. Um, and for those people out there that have a nurse that you love, maybe think about what you post on social media or what you're talking about when they're around because you are affecting them. You are affecting us mentally. And if you don't care, that that's fine. Um, I would hope you would care. I'd hope you'd take into some consideration whether or not you believe how, if COVID is really as um, scary as it is or whether or not you believe the vaccine is important, or if you should take it, if you think this is all a hoax. I really don't care because us nurses, we are there. We are in the middle of it. So if you love a nurse and at one point you trusted a nurse as your friend, your family member, maybe when they say things are bad, if you're not in that position, trust them. Yeah. If you really care about them as much as you have always said, <clears throat> trust them it's a scary time it it's something as i cough yeah (laughs) it's allergies i swear it's something like we can get through and again the the work and and the pandemic it's not so much what is affecting me it's everyone's hatefulness towards it i i thought i was going to go into this perfect i didn't want accolades or pats on the back but i certainly did not think i would get I would see so much hatefulness towards healthcare well, workers. Well, what I don't understand, too, is, like, if you have... I think it's fine for everybody to have their own opinion, and that's why I love that we live in the type of society we live in, where everybody can have their own thoughts, their own freedoms, their own opinions. But when you are venomous yes. about the difference in opinion that you have with somebody... I Somebody, just a good friend of mine, 
Actually, it is the guy who booked me on the show at um, uh, the Willy Nilly show, which was John Molehill, very good friend of mine. I mm-hmm. love this guy. He's so great. He made a post about a good friend of his that had just passed away. Mm-hmm. And his post is like, you know, this guy, he, uh, my friend got COVID. He wasn't vaccinated. Please be safe and be smart, everybody. Mm-hmm. That's all the post said. <clears throat> Somebody commented on that and was like, sorry for your friend, but... And then just started being a jerk about the vaccination. I'm like, oh, like, how horrible of a person you have to be to openly attack somebody who's grieving. Yeah. Like, are you kidding me, man? Like, how sick. Yeah. It's just like, even if you have an issue with that, Mm -hmm. even if you have an issue, maybe this isn't the time. But not the time to say something. Yeah. It's just like, man, how just disgusting. Yeah. It just, it really upsets me. I just, and I see that stuff, and it's not just people that. It's it's every it's well. That's it's what I was gonna say. On the everyone. flip side, it yeah. kind of upsets me <clears throat> whenever, and I will I will always say, I I believe in vaccination one hundred percent. I got the vaccine as soon as I can. You have Jasmine will be getting it soon. Um, I think it's important, but on the flip side, I understand it's new and it's scary, and I understand sure. all this is scary. Um, so if you don't choose to get it. That is your right. Yeah. I don't feel like you should be berated because of it. I don't and, feel and like you should be told. Tr- who knows? Who know, You know, like, that's my biggest thing is, like, who knows what the answer is? Mm-hmm. None of us. Yeah. So why can't we just love? Well, that's the thing is, like, I don't think you should be berated or told you're stupid or anything like that for or, or that you um, don't care about others because you haven't you're not going to get it. Yeah, because you're yeah, um, it's a, it's a thing that you're uncertain about, you're not sure about. And I I've talked to a lot of people that are like, I think I'm going to get it, I just don't know yet. You know, when when the kids were little, I was really scared of vaccinations because mm-hmm. there was a lot of false information out there that right. Again, I I was looking at social media for this information, not talking to my pediatrician. And uh so we did what you would call delayed vaccination. I planned on getting them vaccinated, but not when they were itty-bitty. So every time I went to the doctor's office and it was time for a vaccine, I would decline it. And they, the nurses would say, okay. And I could tell they were, like, maybe a little frustrated. But they never made me feel bad. They never berated me. Mm-hmm. And then what changed my mind was an older doctor came in the room. He sat down to me face-to-face so he wasn't standing over me. Um, he just came down to my level and he said, all right, just tell me why you don't want to get your kids vaccinated. And I said, okay, this is the information I have received. And then he gave me the true information. When it came between articles I seen on Facebook and a man that dedicated his life to children and their health, I chose to believe that man. And I said, okay, you can tell him to come back in here. We'll get the vaccinations. And I am forever, forever grateful for that man to just sit down. And I, I mean, I was in my young 20s and he sat down and talked to me like an adult, like he should. <clears throat> right. And, you know, that was kind of a light bulb moment. So for anyone out there who is worried about the vaccination or COVID or anything, the only thing I ask is that you just sit down with a physician and you talk to them, the people who who dedicate their lives to health, and just ask for the information. You don't have to make that a decision. That goes with everything. Yeah. If you are uh, opposing something, 
leading with hatred and leading with screaming and mm-hmm. belittling will yeah. never change no, anyone's no. mind. If someone had yelled at me in that moment, I would have been like, no. It'll push you further yeah. away. Yeah. And that's what I don't understand is I see so many people saying, oh, I don't agree with this and you're an idiot and blah. And I'm like, how would you ever win that person mm-hmm. to your side? Because some of these topics that these people are fighting for are so important. Yeah. They're super, super oh, yeah. important to where we do need more people to understand and see, see uh, you know, the good and bad side of things. Mm-hmm. But if all you're doing is saying you're a moron, you're an idiot, you would never understand. Yeah. Like, what is that? And you're a sheep. Us? I hate this term. You're a sheep for either for either way yeah, you look at it, things. Like, yeah. just stop. Yeah, stop being hateful. Stop it. Yeah, it's it's ridiculous. So yeah. that's where my mental health is. Is I'm just <laughs> really sick of people being so hateful, especially. I'm gonna edit this to where it's just like I hate people. <laughs> or it's no. just you repeating I hate people. I'm just. <clears throat> I I want to I want to be a nurse. I want to go to work, and I don't want to look all over the news and social media about how my um, my area of passion is is being twisted and turned in every direction you can possibly think of right now. I'm I'm really I just want to be a nurse. That's all I want to be. I think unfortunately everybody has a voice, and a lot of people don't know how to use that voice properly. Mm -hmm. So. Well, um, speaking of people who know how to do things properly, we just want to say thank you to a special group. Yes. Thank you to the Patreon Blessed Ones. Now, we were talking earlier about how we never know if anyone likes the show, if we never know who's actually <laughs> listening to it. There are some people. There is a specific group of people who are great and uh, loving and wonderful and amazing, and they are our family, they are our friends, and actually, um, there are some of them that have really become like family to us, that mm-hmm. we we go to lunch with sometimes, and whenever we can, we like to hang out with them, so... Um, what we're talking about is we're talking about our Patreon supporters. We're talking about the wonderful, amazing, beautiful people that go to uh, patreon.com slash laugh and be blessed and support us. And there's different ways to support us. There is um, you can donate, you know, money. Obviously, that's one way that some people like to help us out. And. The people that we're talking about that do that on Patreon is uh, we have Lindsay, mm-hmm. obviously. We have uh, our wonderful, beautiful friends. And everybody's wonderful and beautiful on this yeah, list. But we have uh, Fawn, Shan, Rachel, Veronica. We have Pam and Jared, um, Danielle, and uh, some people who just don't even want us to name their name. Yeah. So we love you guys very much. Thank you for supporting us thank you for helping us if you want to help us as well there's three different ways to do it there's um three different tiers i love you can you you speak (laughs) three different tiers um that you can help us with and uh, you know any of them helps so if you don't have the funds don't worry about it don't don't stress don't worry about it we we love that you're listening to the show and supporting us that way. But if you go to patreon.com slash laugh and be blessed, you can help us there. Or if you don't if you can't do that and you still want to help us out, um, if you leave us a review on iTunes, that does help a lot. It really, really does if you leave us a review. And um, 
something special that I think I'm probably going to do is that if you, um, I, I'm thankfully, thanks to a couple of blessed ones, uh, Kate Rannard and Mel Prather, I have some stickers that are going to be available for the podcast and for the comedy uh, that I do. I'm going to be giving them away at shows for anyone who can um, who downloads the podcast. They could just all you got to do is just show me that you have the podcast downloaded, and you can get a sticker bonus points if you show me that you left a review, um, or you could just tell me you leave a review. And if you're lying, you're lying. So it's on you. <laughs> but uh, yeah, iTunes reviews help a lot. Sharing it on Facebook, telling a couple people, just getting the podcast out there more really does help us a lot. So. Um, yeah, thank you guys. Uh, it, you know, it sounds like I'm asking a whole bunch of stuff, but this is mostly just me thanking the people that are already doing this. So thank you very much. We love you guys so much. We really do enjoy doing this show. And the, I think one of the funnest things is talking to people whenever I meet them at shows or just a couple of times I'll just see people like out at like a restaurant or a gas station or something. And whenever they come up and they'll they'll be like, hey, where's Chia? <laughs> and I'm like, wait, what? And they're like, where's Chia? And I'm like... Uh, working, and then they'll laugh and like, oh yeah, like she always does, and then it's like, oh, come to find out, they listen to the show, <laughs> so it's like, okay, thankfully, uh, wonderful. So I'm not stalking you, yeah. Uh, so we just wanted to say thank you to everybody. We love you guys so much, and hopefully we will see you at a show soon. She has been come able to come to more shows, so. If you don't care to see me, just uh, come and hopefully see Chia. That's so, it. That's all you and do. Uh, I do have more T-shirts for sale. So if you want a T-shirt, hit us up. Let us know. It's sometimes very hard to ship them out because uh, I'm the worst person in the world to remember things. So the easiest way to do it is coming to a show. So I got T-shirts, koozies, uh, stickers, and um, yeah, let's just spread the the, the blessed gospel. <laughs> that sounds so bad. I'm never saying that again. <laughs> But people already think we're a cult. So (laughs) So thank you, guys. We love you very much. Have a fantastic week. Until we see you next time. And remember. You can tell you're not paying attention. No, you can tell that you're not paying attention. I I literally literally did like the Wayne and Garth thing where I pointed to you. I said, remember to. And I pointed and you're just like. What? What? Laugh and be blessed. Ugh, I hate you. <laughs> How do you know who needs t-shirts and who needs koozies on Patreon, by the way? So I can get that done. Okay. I'm still recording. No, you're not. Yeah. Oh, take that off. What? <laughs> take it off. What, because you got all professional in the end? <laughs> I'm a different person. I actually don't even know who I've given t-shirts to on Patreon. What one's got them, what ones didn't. Let's oh. just give them all new ones if we didn't. If okay. We didn't, okay. <laughs> Let's get. just wrap this up, okay? Laugh and be blessed. All right, stop. No, I never did it. Yeah. yeah okay. No. <laughs> I, 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 no I, didn't. <laughs> <laughs> I knew it. All right.